like to drink coffee, you'd rather have tea. But we both like hot beverages and we take them very seriously. So let's sit at the table and take some time to be different together. Welcome to Different Together, a podcast that explores the spaces between different communities and imagines building new ones together. This episode jumps in right where we left off last time when Justin and I were asking the question, what can we do to make communication a bit easier and better in a time when it's so difficult? So we were talking about practical ways to address some of these larger things we're talking about. Well, I think, I mean, I think one of, I think one of the things that we have to do is what you said a minute ago is mm-hmm. put down our phones and and spend time with people in person i think mm-hmm. th- in in talking across the divide which uh it, as you said is, is written by justin a, lee a book that that i've written on on the subject I mean, one of the things that i say is that you know, if you want to have a difficult conversation with somebody about an issue you disagree on you want to change their mind about something um an in-person conversation is way better than an internet one. Mm-hmm. You you get to see body language. You get to focus on things that you have in common. I mean, you can, you know, you can have a conversation over over ice cream or something and talk about how good the ice cream is while you talk about why you disagree on this other thing. And that's something. It's something you have in common, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I think there are ways that we can do better on the internet too. But I think a big a big piece of it is just having more face-to-face conversation which has been difficult during the pandemic but but we we have to get used to talking to people as people again i have friends who work at the theme parks here in orlando and um you know the theme parks closed down for a while because of covid and then they reopened and it's interesting how many of my friends uh, who work at the theme parks have said the same thing which is it feels like during lockdown, people forgot how to treat human beings. Like yeah. people forgot how to act like people and and be mm. part of a society. And it's like, okay, maybe this is something we need to practice again and mm-hmm. just have conversations. They don't have to be difficult conversations. They don't have to be talking across the divide conversations. They could just be like, yeah, you know, talking about Star Wars. Or- Star Wars. I was trying to avoid... <laughs> Our stars, both Trek and Wars. <laughs> what our listeners do not know is that you are wearing a Mandalorian shirt. That's right. And I said before we started that I don't watch the Mandalorian and I'm not a big Star Wars fan. But that would be, we could fight about that. Which I found shocking, honestly. I, I know. See, this is, and this is where everybody piles on now. Then someone's going to post this to Twitter and I'm going to get all the angry tweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're totally right. I I experienced this when I have gone to like the drive-through to get like, coffee beans, and it's like I've forgotten how to interact with someone who's not in my immediate family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's odd, but yeah, we have to practice. And I, you know, I I don't want to sound like that old person, but it's like. You know, there are a lot of people now who have grown up with a lot of their social lives online, and I just don't think that's a good idea. Like, Mm -hmm. you need, you know, we need, uh, we are social creatures. I don't, you know, clearly some people are more introverted than others, but um, we have social needs that need to be met. 
and they cannot be met with phones and on screen. And I, I know like there are many glorious things about the ways that the internet helps us connect with other people. Um, but I just think we have to be aware of and speaking to the real harm that it causes. And maybe like if it's hard to put your phone down, it, as I'm speaking from personal experience, and I, I say this as someone who really does not use social media very much. I just like read too much on my phone or, you know, yeah, respond to notifications, but like leave it in another room, have certain areas in your house where you can't use it, have family rules around when, you know, if you're doing certain things like, you know, phones have to be put in a basket somewhere. As those are all things I've heard that work. Mm. This is something that I've been reading about a lot right now because it's been on my mind. I, I've been reading a book. I'm not finished with it, so I can't offer a sort of full critique of it. But I've been reading a book called Digital Minimalism that mm. is about this very topic. And the author is essentially arguing that the best way to address this stuff is to just as much as possible, stay away from social media, stay away from these apps and kind of reclaim our lives. Mm -hmm. And um, he gets a lot into the specifics of like the kinds of rules you can set for yourself to do it and why it's good to do it and all, you know, all the various benefits mm -hmm. and stuff. And there's a lot in there I agree with, but then at the same time I'm, I'm reading it going, okay, but and maybe he deals with this in the last part of the book. I, I don't haven't, haven't gotten there yet, but um, I'm criticizing something that without fully understanding it. So, you know, caveat, caveat. But um, I'm reading this and going, this is... The, the author acknowledges from the beginning that he's never really been a social media guy. Mm -hmm. And his life does not require him to be on social media. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, there are people who, A really love social media have grown up on social media and they've got a different perspective on this uh -huh. and b they're people whose livelihoods depend where you know social media may be the only way that they publicize their business you know the, the only way that they get a message out i mean that's you know my work a lot of my work has been using the internet to spread messages positive messages i mm -hmm. wouldn't have two books and a speaking career if it weren't for the internet and social mm -hmm. media. And so I'm simultaneously aware of the problems with social media and also aware that like, if I just say, okay, I'm not gonna engage with it at all ever again, then I lose the ability to be relevant in a lot of spaces. How? I'm serious. I mean. <laughs> Pretend like I know nothing about social media. So, so one of the things that we're seeing right now in our society is false information, misinformation, disinformation spreading through social media. So let's say we're talking about a particular issue and um, you know, let's say we're talking about, about COVID and there is false, like verifiably false information spreading through social media. Mm -hmm. and I have information to correct that, and I want to correct that information. 
but I know that there are lots of people who are getting their information only from social media. They're not watching. Okay, so you're talking about wanting to get in front of people who are like literally only using wanting in front, of, wanting to get in front of people who are not turning to the news sources that I turn to, reading the books that I read, listening to the podcasts mm-hmm. I listen to. Like they're just doing social media. Okay. So then if I choose to disengage from social media because I feel like it's harmful, and I do feel like it's harmful, but if Mm -hmm. I choose to disengage with social media, what happens then is that like what information I could have contributed is not, it's not getting out there. Now, the flip Mm -hmm. side of that is I'm not sure that the way that most of us try to correct people on social media is effective. So I think sometimes, you know, the arguments that we are having are not actually doing any good anyway. But I do think like part of what I'm trying to do in my work is find ways to use social media effectively to get in front of folks in a positive way. And if I don't engage with it at all, I lose that. And when, when um, you know, Facebook recently had an outage for a day and mm-hmm. during that outage, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, the world's so much better without Facebook. But then I was reading news articles saying, well, actually, there are businesses that lost a ton of money because like small businesses, because like Facebook is how people communicate with them. You know, there are places mm-hmm. where social media may be really important in communicating about social issues or, you know, doing various things. And so it's like it's it's not simple. It's not simple. Are you saying it's nuanced? It's nuanced. (laughs) I was speaking once and I kept using the word nuance and talking about nuance. And then afterwards, somebody um, I was talking to who had been in the audience for my talk said, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I don't know what the word nuance means. And I was like, oh, gosh, you know, it hadn't occurred to me that some people don't know what the word nuance means. And then I was like, mm-hmm. how do I explain what nuance is? Because it's kind of nuanced. It's so unnuanced. It's very meta. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't remember how I said it. I think I said something about, you know, that it's it's about... It's simple. It's right, yeah. things that are... Yeah, getting all the little, the little details, the little complications right. Like, it's not... It's... It's, it's not the opposite of sim- yeah. It's nuance. It's the gray. opposite of simplistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I just think we're joking and laughing in case you don't know because Justin's nonprofit is called Nuance. <laughs> 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 but I, I mean, I know you called it Nuance because that is a, such a huge problem right now is that people have a really difficult time with it, yeah. and I think I think if actually. I mean, I am a big critic of social media, but if, if like, I don't know that it allows for nuance. And I think that's the problem. Yeah. And that's a huge part of the problem. Right. And so I just wonder about the wisdom of meeting people there or trying to just help people learn how to navigate in other ways and maybe just use social media in particular you know what i'm saying like whenever i hear that people get a lot of news from social media which i know they do yeah but i'm always just like but how (laughs) which i know you know is is particular to me i hear you about the small businesses with facebook and stuff whenever i hear things like that as someone who's 
done a lot of small business stuff and the advice I generally both hear and give is like you need your own website if you mm. rely on Facebook then you're you're really out of luck if yeah if either Facebook goes down or if they change things and you can't use it in the same way you used to use it uh, whereas if you have your own website I know it's not the same in terms of like getting traffic there but then you can do things like collect your own email addresses and whatnot. It's, that's a whole nother thing, but it's like people, I think people rely on these things in ways that are maybe not like, it's nuanced, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to, well, because it is nuanced, I'm trying not to speak in like really, broad stroke like critical terms but i just think i think there are ways to look at and think about these things when i think when as a culture we started the social media journey yeah and had no idea of the cost and responded to the ease and now that we know the cost it might be time to re-examine and uh maybe do some harder things because ultimately it'll be better in the long run. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, I think we have to really, really rethink our, our reliance on social media and we have to really rethink um, the way that we've allowed such a small number of companies to control what we even think of as social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, if and you, I would even put a period what we even think of. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Um, but like I said earlier that, um, that my career, my, my whole path has been determined in part by social media, but the kind of social media that started me on this path was something that, doesn't exist as much anymore it still exists but not as much which is website based forum type social media so mm-hmm. you know younger listeners may not uh have personal memories of this but before facebook before a lot of the, you know before twitter before all of that the type of social media that we had was on websites you go to a website i mean before that was usenet and you know also but we won't go that far back but um back in my day when i was a boy <laughs> we, had, we had to dial up on aol and if your mom picked up the telephone then you were knocked offline but uh you would go to a website you were talking about having your own website you you know mm-hmm. you would go to a website and and it could have forums and it could have context. When you would go to the website and the, the forums were there as a part of the larger context of this website, which could have explanations of here's the terminology we use and here, mm-hmm. here are the, the guidelines for this community and here's why these are the guidelines for this community and here's what we're about and here's what we believe in. And you, know, and you could choose communities that, um, that aligned with your interests. Now, you know, there's still something to be said about did that help to contribute to the kind of um, siloing of different groups and all this. But 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 putting that aside for the moment, there was more context there and more variety in the ways that these groups operated, I think, mm-hmm. than now when 
many of those groups no longer exist on forums and now exist on Facebook. And Facebook also owns Instagram and Facebook also owns WhatsApp. And then, you know, and then you have Twitter, but like, you know, and, and you have TikTok. But we're trending more and more towards um, a small number of companies having control of everything. So Facebook goes down and then you lose a whole bunch of stuff. And if Facebook decides this is, you know, how we're going to do things, this is not how we're going to, you know, that affects all of these communities, all of these conversations at once. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also, as we go towards like Twitter and TikTok, we have more and more, um, everything is so short, such a short form Mm -hmm. that there's no room for, for nuance. On the old forums, they they sort of the style of those forums lent itself to people writing long responses. You mm-hmm. could write paragraphs and paragraphs in response to a topic, mm-hmm. and people could quote pieces of your of your mm-hmm. response, and then and then respond to those pieces, and then you know, and sometimes it was long, and people would say, "Oh, yeah, it's too long. I didn't take the time to read it." But there was much more of an expectation that if you were going to participate in these communities, you were going to read these discussions. Mm-hmm. Reddit still has some of that, but the pieces that people share are much much shorter if you shared on reddit the length of a response that you would share on the old forums um people wouldn't read it they would just see that as way Which i'm just like yeah yeah and then like, twitter and tiktok okay. you're limited by characters or time mm-hmm. anyway sorry go, go ahead no no i was just you know i was gonna just lament <laughs> i'm gonna sound old too but like you know attention span mm-hmm. and like our ability you know when when i uh, watch TV, you know, with my daughter, like we have a Roku TV and we pull up whatever we're looking for. And, you know, it's, it's instantaneous. And if, if it ever, um, takes a second, you know, she's like, what's going on? And I was like, when I was a child, we had a VCR, <laughs> you know, and we had to rewind it physically, but it's like, y- you like there was built in things in life even with those conveniences obviously that trained you to wait yeah for things like i heard something years ago on npr about how your brain needs the spaces like if you're waiting for a bus or you know a subway or something and like that used to be time people would just like stand there and hang out and maybe read a newspaper or a book or something but a lot of times you would just stand there and wait and your brain needs those spaces to be creative Mm. and now we take those spaces away with our phones yeah Um, yeah that's why people have shower thoughts yeah right. nothing's going on and then you have all these ideas in the shower because you finally have this space with no yeah and now but now if you want to you can take your phone with you into the shower because the phones are waterproof right like you can even you can you can you can bring the distractions into the one space you were free from distraction right because people already people bring when they when they go to the bathroom people bring their phones to the toilet people bring mm-hmm. their you know you can like wherever you are you you always have something to distract you mm-hmm. and it's the experience of scrolling and 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 this is the thing i'm not I know we do sound like old people, you know, yelling, get off my lawn or, you know, but like, Uh I participate in all of this too. So it's not like, you know, I don't understand it, but it's when you scroll on Reddit or you scroll on Instagram or you scroll on, on Facebook or Twitter or TikTok, you are getting 
just like these little little snapshots it's very very shallow mm-hmm. it's it's very shallow interaction with lots of different people rather than deep interaction mm-hmm. with one or two people mm-hmm. and there's no incentive to go deeper if i'm scrolling on tiktok it's like oh funny video scrolls the next now it's a new person with a different funny mm-hmm. thing now i scroll to the next now it's a different person with a different funny thing and there's no relationship here. I don't know these people. Um, I don't, you know, I, I'm not engaging with them in any meaningful way. I like or I don't like. Uh, maybe I offer a comment. But but it's we're training our brains to just need constant novelty all the time um, and not to ever do the hard work of, of going deep with something. Because if if I don't... If I don't like what you post on social media, I just scroll to the next thing. And if I really don't like what you post, I just unfollow you or block you or whatever so I don't have to see you anymore. Mm-hmm. Versus before all of this stuff existed, if the people I'm engaging with most are like my family members or, you know, my close friends who are in proximity to me, mm-hmm. if they say or do something I don't like, then you know maybe we fight about it we have an argument whatever maybe we're both angry for a while but if i want to maintain that relationship at all and i have a strong incentive to maintain that relationship then at some point we're going to have to work it out at some mm-hmm. point we're going to have to decide to get over it or you know and see th- i'm going to have to choose to see the things i like about you even though you did something i didn't like or um or we're going to have to talk it through and try to see things from each other's perspective and apologize or something. There's a a depth to that relationship, which then means that if I'm not having, you know, my best day, I can still be myself around you because we've been yeah. through so much together that I know you're not going to judge me based on I'm having a bad day today. Right. Yeah. And online, we don't, we don't have that anymore. And, and if I have a bad day and if I, make a joke that doesn't land the way I intended or mm-hmm. I vent about something that's on my mind without really thinking about it or whatever, I can suddenly become the next person everybody's piling on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and then that's how I will be remembered for all of eternity because I had a bad day. That's a problem. That's a real yeah. problem. Thanks so much for listening. Never fear. We are building a framework to address these very real problems and work towards being different together. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend. Next week, we'll discuss how to develop deeper friendships. I've got to treat the other person like a person To really hear what they've got to say It's hard to treat the other person like a person When a screen gets in my way So next time I want to have a conversation I'll pick it A for coffee or tea And remember to treat the other person like a person Cause we're meeting face to face